You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers. Welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And I'm so excited about the series that we have been doing this summer, the Faithpreneur Diaries. And listen, this episode right here is about to set it off. I have had so much fun talking to this woman of faith right here. She immediately had a place in my heart, and I know you're going to enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. Also, I want you to grab your edge control because she is coming for your edges. We are talking about things that will make big impact in your life. On this week's episode, I'm joined by Buki Ikoa, who is an online business growth mentor, passionate about all things kingdom. She has lived a life of faith in business and seen the fruitfulness of God at work in many ways in her eight-year journey as an entrepreneur. Her calling is to stir up the kingdom to think big, think impact, and think transformation, all for the glory of God. And she teaches new coaches and consultants moving online how to start earning 5000 and 10000 months and beyond. She is a wife, mother, and one of the pastors at her church, Sanctuary of Praise Ministries in the UK. Let's welcome Bookie to the show. Yes, Bookie, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me on. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Excellent. I'm so happy to have you here. Bookie and I got a chance to talk, um, I want to say maybe last week before we, we sat down to record this. And it was just such an amazing conversation. So I know now that we're going to continue this conversation, you guys are going to get so much from it. But before we get started, you know how I like to start an interview. Bookie, I want to know something about you that is not in your bio. Give us a fun fact about you that's not in your bio. Uh, a fun fact about me, when I was in primary school, also living here in London, I was in the theatre production, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat, um, as a little girl. And I think that's fun because it has relevance in the future. But yeah, I was thinking about something fun. I used to sing in the theatre when I was little, so that's interesting and fun about me, I guess. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that. When I was younger, I was also in my school play. I played the role. I can't remember what it's called. I think something about a, a, a toad, something about a frog. I know. 
weird story, but I was yeah, a narrator. Yeah. So some something we have in common. Now, yeah. we have heard, like I said, your amazing bio, and we know you have started the Kingdom Wealth Academy. But before yeah. we even get to that point, the point where you are now, I want to know about your journey. I want to know where your life has taken you when you started out you know, in, in, in middle school, in high school, is this what you thought you were going to do? Did you think, okay, I want to grow up to be a coach. What was on your mind? Take us back. Tell us your story. Take us back. It's interesting because I was thinking about that, um, even recently. And when I, I remember when I was, well, when I was, when I was very young, I remember wanting to be a hairdresser. I don't know why, but I remember wanting to be a hairdresser. That was some of my first kind of thought, but actually from a very young age after developing kind of maybe like, you know, early, early years anyway, um, I wanted to always be in business. I always wanted, I always had a desire for business. I always had this thing about business. I didn't really know in what capacity, but it was always just a little thing that I thought was quite cool. So I thought that's what I somehow going to be in business or be like work in the city of London in a very high corporate job, working in like a, you know, um, one of the two, it was kind of those kind of thoughts played with me while I was um, growing up as a, as a young girl, I would say. Yeah. That's the the thoughts that I, that came through my my mind really, and it's funny how things have planned out to how I coach in business today. But yeah, <laughs> tell me about the point where you transitioned. How did your your family take you wanting to go into business for yourself instead of what people like to call traditional paths of getting a nine to five job? How did that that work for you? How did your family feel about that? Um. So it's interesting. So my journey, I mean, I can start telling you a bit about it because so it's eight years ago that I started my 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 entrepreneur journey, right? So I I left my full time job eight years ago, 2012. Remember it like it was yesterday, and I left it in a non conventional way. So I left it in a way whereby I didn't necessarily had this major big plan about leaving. I just heard God, right? I just heard God. <laughs> and when you hear God and someone like me, I have this saying that live as led, I decided to take the leap of faith and leave. So my, my family, funny about my mum when particularly wasn't too impressed <laughs> because even though she's a businesswoman and she's very pro business, she just felt like I was doing things kind of backward. I was doing things like upside down and didn't understand the reason that I, I left at the time I did um you know her exact words well I thought you were I thought you were a responsible person I thought you were what (laughs) because she didn't get the journey she didn't get the journey at the time um which is understandable you know if you're not living walking my walk you won't understand what I'm going through to know why I take decisions I take so it's you know she did it from a from a motherly perspective not really understanding you know why I did what I did but yeah, so, but obviously now they're very supportive now, like obviously fast forward, but it's been a journey. So when you follow God and you, not everyone's going to understand you, even the closest people to you will not always understand what you have to, what you do. Um, but, you know, I choose to follow the voice, put it that way. <laughs> and it's worked out well thus far. So glory to God. So, um, yeah. I'm so happy that it is, that it's worked out well and that, you know, eventually they came on board, but you said something, you said something key. You said, I didn't have a plan. I just heard God. 
Was there any fear when you finally said goodbye? Like when you walked out of the door and realized, oh my God, I do not have a job. Was there any fear? How how did you feel at that time? Honestly, I just... I felt so much peace. That's the word. Do you know what it was? Like, can I, let, me, let me explain. Let me explain what actually happened with me so I can be, let the listeners understand this journey very well. So it was in October 2012. I remember it like it was yesterday. I'm a worship person. I remember being on the altar at church as I was praying. It was a wonderful service. And I just, you know, you're in the presence of God, soaked in the glory. And you just hear so clearly, you know, I want you to take that step of faith and leave. And I was just like, you know, when I first heard it, I was just like, uh, the thing is, even though I had a passion and a desire for business, I felt like practically speaking, that was not the right time. So I was like, am I hearing things? Is this, the, is this, the, is this me? Is this the devil? But I knew it was God really, but I was questioning the questioning myself. So I spoke to my husband about it and he's a man of bigger faith than even I am. Like, just like, yeah, you heard God do it then if you heard God. I was like, what? Are you sure? Like, you know, because he was still working on his business. So anyway, I didn't leave straight away. I I had to really pray on it because I, you know, if I took that step at the time, it didn't really make financial sense because I hadn't really had everything, you know, structured or what we're going to do next kind of thing. But so October to December, December, I still kept hearing the voice. This is two months on. I was like, God, are you sure? I was like battling with these things in my heart and my spirit. And what happened was I decided to pray and fast. And I fasted for a week. And at the end of my fast, this is exactly what happened. A lady from my church, she has no clue about my thoughts, what I've been thinking. She, hadn't, she didn't know anything about my, what I've been battling with, with this decision. She just came up to me. She said to me on the, set, on the day I finished my fast, she said, Vicky, sorry, I've been meaning to speak to you for some time. I feel God is saying that you, you haven't done something he's told you to do. I don't know what it is, but he's told me to tell you that. And I was just like, huh? The next day, the next day, I handed in my notice. That was that. I didn't look back since that. I didn't even, I didn't, I didn't, oh, you know, when you're asking God for, you know, um, like Gideon, you're asking God for a sign, you're asking God to tell you for sure. He tells you, am I still going to still start wondering about? No, he said, go, I'm going to go. So I had it in my notice. And so from that point on, I actually had peace because I feel like I just know this is God because that's where I had peace. So between October and December, where I was kind of battling with the thoughts, um, I was like fearful. I was like, oh, anxious a little bit. But when I finally just took the leap of faith and I did it, I was like, nope, this is God. I'm sure I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Let's go. <laughs> I love that because, you know, a decision like that some t- can go different ways, but I, I, I understand your process. And what I love is that you said you felt so much peace. And an interview that I did what you guys on the podcast would have heard last week's episode, but what I did yesterday um, with Josie Gamble of Christian Creative Network UK, she was emphasizing for a good part of the interview as well, the peace of God and its importance to your decision-making and how you just feel this overwhelming peace. Like, you know what? I know it's God and it it just kind of settles you. And I think that is so amazing because now I was telling her, she's the second person I've heard say that you are now the third person. So I'm the Lord's over here trying to tell me because I'm hearing (laughs) this back to back to back from my personal journey. But the, the, the peace that you feel makes it so much, it makes it better because 
you know, once we have that peace, it's like, you know what, whatever happens, it's God. And the way she had put it yesterday was that if it, if it, if I was successful, it was God. If I failed, it was also God. All I knew was that it's God. And that's all that matters. Honestly, I'm going to share this with you because I need to really, really make this clear how deep this piece is. Because when I left in December, then the first six months of my journey, okay, having these, all these ideas, financially speaking, crickets can I say crickets can I say nothing nada can I say like what nothing right (laughs) but in the midst of that I had so much peace to the point where Shantae I'm telling you my church um at the time was about 20 minutes drive I think somewhere about that I walked on some occasions to church with wow. but i walked in joy i don't i can't ex- so this is this is this is why i need to really go deep and explain that even though on the surface my that's why my mom was like are you okay what are you doing <laughs> go back go and get a job go do something but i was like no i just had so much peace mm-hmm. in the midst of that and i just like i just knew that okay i just I, honestly that's why i have to kind of emphasize because yes when you follow god it's not always going to be pretty physically speaking, you know, because there are going to be times, there are going to be bumps, there's going to be rough, 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 rough points, and there's going to be turbulence, there's going to be all manner of things. But when you know it's God, you rest in that place that it's like, okay, cool, it's God. It's just, let's just do this, let's go. Until he then clicked his fingers and said, look, it's time to open the windows of heaven. And he then said, okay, let's do this. So he had to, I had to walk with him in that six months to trust, to obey, to be quiet, to hear, to to just, just, yeah, just, I just, I didn't even, yeah, it was just amazing, really. I can't, I can't even put it in words. All I know is that, yeah, in, in the midst of what people might call as looking like a storm, not even a storm, but just look not desirable. Yeah. There was a lot of, um, there was peace and there was joy. And um, that was, the, that was, that really took me through. And it was just, yeah, amazing, which I'll be honest with you. Yeah. That is amazing. And I mean, the fact that you just, like you said, you walked (laughs) to church with joy, something that somebody else would think and look and maybe say, you know, I don't know why she did that. Like, look at (laughs) her now, try to make it a sorrow story, but you had so much joy and peace that you were happy that you were spending the time walking with nature. And another thing I want to point out that you said is that, you know, you, you, you heard God, you waited a couple of months, you then decided to fast and pray about it. And a lady that you, that didn't know your thought process came and delivered that word to you. And I think so many times, like you were saying, we always are, we're asking God, God, is that you? Or was that me? Is that you? Or was that the enemy? And when he confirms something, sometimes it's just like, you're just like, okay, okay, I probably should have listened to you the first time you said yeah, it, but exactly. I hear you. I hear you. And for him to, 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 to send somebody to tell you that, I think it's absolutely phenomenal. But you fasted and prayed. You made sure you weren't just going off of emotion. You wanted to make sure that, I, God, I just want to, I will do it if you said so. Just let me know that it is you. So because you went through that process, I want to ask you right now, what advice do you have for women 
who are in that situation where they feel like God is leading them or they feel like they've heard God's voice in a specific area, but they're still unsure whether it was themselves, whether it's what friends and family say. They're they're, they're trying to seek clarity on on whether or not it was God, what advice would you give to them? Yeah, yeah, I definitely would say before you make any big decision like that, make sure, you know, it's God. And to, and, to, and the advice I'll give you for that is just, you have to take some time to be still, even if you didn't want to do a, a long fast or whatever, you, but you have to be in his presence. You have to be in his word. You have to be in his presence because um, you want clarity. You know, you don't want to just go on a whim and think, I thought it was. You want to make sure. So for that, you need to, you know, so sacrifice or put something into he really being clear to get he- to hear from him. So you would want to spend time in the word more. You want to, you know, just be in his presence. Like, so it's in worship, you know, worship is a wonderful, I don't know, God speaks to me a lot in the midst of worship. Like when I'm just kind of like in his presence and, and just, you know, also making your heart pure is really, people don't mention this, but you, you have to really check your heart. Just anything that's in your heart, you know, bitterness or all these kind of things that can really, really, really distort hearing God clearly. You have to just get rid of that. Just ask God to forgive you for any sins. Be open to God. Just really unpacking your inside because we can ask God for all these wonderful things or direction and leadership. But if we are not right inside, it, there's going to be all manner of different voices. That's a really, that's, that's where you would start, to be honest. Start just clear up the inside. Okay. Make sure just that is just, you just, you know, you're, you're at peace with God there and then he can speak to you. Then then and everything else becomes easier because then you have a listening, you have a, your ears are your ear, your, your spirit is sensitive to hear his voice. That's the key. And then when you hear his voice, you can, you can walk in confidence because otherwise if you're not sure and you start moving, you're going to be always uncertain. You're going to have a really uncertain journey like that six months of if you experience like i did six months of say financial lack let's just say that let's just be clear right i'm not having you're going to be all over the place because you're not going to have that peace because you're going to be like oh my god what's happening what's happening so my 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 the number one thing get still be quiet with god really um just check your heart before him you know make sure it's right and just be in his presence and you will hear you will hear simple as that words worship great gravy <laughs> easy <laughs> i love that so you you heard it from bookie get into his presence spend some time with him worship pray read the word just be in a position where you can tune into the frequency because god is always talking we just have to make sure that we're tuned in to listen to the instructions that he gives us and like you said bookie god's instructions give you confidence you're yeah. confident in your decision, even if it looks wild and crazy to everybody else. You yeah. know for sure that this is God. So whether you agree with what I'm doing, whether it looks like I've gone down before I, I, I went down the steps instead of going up the steps like you thought I should, you have confidence knowing that it is God. So however it appears to whoever is on looking, yeah, it doesn't matter. Just knowing that you are following the instructions of God. So... You're going through this six month period where you are experienced, you've stepped out on faith, you've started your business, you are experiencing financial lack, you're walking to church. But, you know, you said God then opens up the door. So tell us how Kingdom Wealth Academy came to into being, right? Yeah. So, so that, so the Kingdom of Academy kind of was a fast forward, maybe like some years 
uh, years on from that position. So when I first started my business, it wasn't online. It was completely offline. It was in real estate. Um, so at the time I always have interest in property. I, I've always had an interest in, you know, just, you know, making money from property, just to call it what it is. Right. And I, I had that interest from, for years. Um, so when, and actually that's where I actually worked before I left, I left and I worked in a property company in the city of London. But anyway, so I had all this knowledge and all this experience and I had all these ideas and I had all these thoughts. So when I first, um, left, well, sorry, when I, after the six months period, so when I first left, I was, I was planning, I was working on the business that the idea I had, which was in property, which was at the time. And, and um, in the seventh month, long story short, um, God really just moved and was able, and we were able to start the business. Like, well, we started it from the beginning, but we, when we started in, in, in July, say that the doors opened officially and money started coming in right and so we had basically we were into lettings and and that kind of thing and and god really built uh, that business from from scratch within 18 months to six figures in 18 months and our beginning of our journey and that was like the beginning of oh my god like god is just really moving here right so that was like my can i say my first two years in business right and then some years on in that um, I really felt God just lead me. This was like a few years ago. God just lead me to start a women's networking um, uh, event in London. So it's in the center of London. I really, you know, and the thing is, again, when God is speaking, see, God is always speaking. You said he's always speaking and you listening. I was pregnant at the time, right? And I'm like, God, how am I going to start a networking event while I'm pregnant? Like, this is just, this is not like practical. It doesn't make any sense. I'm, you know, I'm going to have a baby, you know, and just didn't make sense. Right. But when you hear God, you hear God. And long story short, that's where Kingdom Wealth began. I literally said, you know what? I know God is speaking. I got some friends together. I heard God speak about this networking event. And what we did, we just, invite, we just started promoting it, you know, and, and had got really good response, basically. Women who maybe felt let called by God in some way to either start a business or to really just go to, to walk in their purpose. And so this networking event was really there to empower women. And it was a monthly event. And we did that for maybe about a year. My son, my son was even born. I was still doing it. And I was like, I was like, God, you know what? You know, take a pause, please. So, so that's how Kingdom Wealth started, right? And then couple of years later, let's transition on to where we are today. Um, um, I was, I was doing, I was then transitioning to marketing. I was learning marketing. I had a Facebook ads agency. And then in that journey, God called me again to stop that and to come online and start a YouTube and start a YouTube channel and to, to really use all my experience to really help um, and to, really help um he's he said his people he's, he said to me his people you know to really um get clients online and like, all the advertising skills and everything i've learned over the years and all the business skills now i use that to mentor women and teach them how to use the online space and just to quickly just add to that this didn't this was this was like late last year and late last year god is calling me online from off from being kind of doing things offline and i you know months later COVID 19 and I'm like, 
this is the God that we serve. He knows, and this is to encourage anyone listening, that God sees our tomorrow. If God is calling you to do something that's out of your comfort zone, to start a YouTube channel, for me, is out of my comfort zone. I'm not, people might see me and think, oh my God, you look so confident online. Uh-uh, that's not my natural, my natural place is behind the scenes, doing, you know, making impact behind the scenes. I'm not naturally in the, in the you know, you know, in your face type person, if you see what I mean. But God called me from being behind the scenes and said, no, I want you to come online and I want you, this is what I want you to do. Not knowing that what fast forward, however many eight months, nine months later, there'll be a whole global pandemic and I'm helping people to actually get clients online from the skill set that he's gifted me with over the years, right? So it's just, yeah. Um, yeah, God is amazing. So that's been my journey. <laughs> Basically, that's been my journey. So that is such an awesome journey. And you are right. God knows what what our future holds. So he knew COVID-19 was coming. He knew you needed to be in the online space. So he prepared you for such a time as this. So that is amazing. And you were able to persevere and start the networking whilst pregnant and continue it. So we thank God for his strength for you during that time. And I know your calling is to stir up the kingdom, to think big, think impact and think transformation. Hell, give us some advice on how we can do those three things. We have to believe God. We have to, we have to take Christianity out of um, church, the church walls, um, outside of our quiet time. And we have to really the, the Bible, when you read the Bible, there's amazing stories. There's amazing things that happened in the book of Acts while, God, while Jesus was walking on the earth. You know, so all the prophets that were, that lived. And I'm like, this hasn't ended. This God has so much more and then some for us to do um, on earth now because his spirit lives inside of us. And my my passion, my desire is that us as, as entrepreneurs, as kingdom individual citizens you know use the use and 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 carry the spirit of god to impact the world to impact earth you know impact our communities impact our families impact those that are around us and i believe that god when he's when he's nudging us and and talking to us about these steps of faith it's for a bigger purpose it's for a bigger um it's for a, for a bigger platform for him to be able to use that that vessel our vessels to impact many lives in different ways and so you know we need to really believe God and, you know, really trust the God that we serve. This is the, he is the creator of the universe. The world talks about the universe does this and the universe does that. Uh-uh, no, the creator of the universe is the God that we serve and he's bigger than what we can even think or imagine. And I, and I just, my heart is that we would, um, really trust him, really trust him. Because when we trust him, we will see great things happen. And we have, and the way we start trusting him is by taking acts of, acts of steps of faith, bit by bit, steps of faith, steps of faith, and trust that he's got our back and that he loves us and his plans for us are good, not evil. Because I think the reason why we don't necessarily trust him or we say we trust verbally, but a lot of times our actions don't say that we trust because we don't take the steps of faith. And I'm, I'm guilty. I've been guilty. I've shared my story. I've been guilty of that. We've all had those times. But the bigger picture of that is that if we don't take the steps of faith, whose life whose life is not being impacted by what, what he wants to do with us, who is not being healed, who's not being transformed, who's not being, you know, because we decided to, to be, to kind of, to kind of stay safe, 
right? So, you know, my, you know, yeah, I, I've got so much in me about this particular topic. I just feel that God has called us for such a time as this, me and you, all of us listening to do great exploits um, for many people to, to, to know God through business, through our, our ministries, through our callings, through our giftings, whatever it is that God has put inside of us to do, we all have um, something to give to the world. The parable of the talents is what I think of straight away. The parable of the talents, we all have some talent, something, some maybe one, maybe three, maybe five, maybe 10, whatever you've been given, go and use it and multiply um, and make impact on the earth. That's my thing, really. Yes, God has given us. I like, I love the parable of the talents. And yes. it's so important that we are good stewards over our calling, over what God has called us to do or, or, or become. Because like you said, imagine what happens if we don't walk in our calling. Imagine whose life is negatively impacted because they were waiting for something that God ordained you and called you to do, but you refused to do it or you were too scared to do it. There is a thin line where it comes to a point of you needing to step out on faith. And a lot of us say we do, like you said, well, we have faith, you know, Hebrews 11, one, we have the strongest faith, but when it requires us to step out on things we can't see, it's easy to have faith for the small things, you know, but the things that are big, the things that don't make sense, like leave your job without another another option. The things that don't make sense, like, okay, God, you know, it's been three months. I don't know. Maybe I didn't hear you. Maybe (laughs) I do need a job. Like, but still persevering during that time because we don't know what God is up to. So that is amazing. We do need to think big. We do need to think impact. And we do need to think transformation because those three things are what we are called to do. So what is it those of you who are listening, what is it that you have been called to do that you have not stepped out on faith to do? I want you to spend some time with God. I want you to pray, get into his word, worship, and just see if you are in doing the th- everything he has told you to do, or if there is still that part of you that's uneasy. Ask him for the confidence to just go forth and do it without any reservations and just see what happens. Like, what's the worst that can happen stepping out on faith? <laughs> like, really, you, you will fall up at the end of the day. Even if you fail, it's God and it's part of his big plan that is supposed to get you to somewhere else. So always keep that in mind. And can I just add to that? Sorry, yeah. it's, it's part of the journey because you, you are going to have to stumble across the way because you, you get tougher, number one, and you learn, you're learning. You know, I was, I was smiling to myself um, yesterday because... Something happened in my business. I had a really big win. And it was something that I'd learned four years ago, roughly, or three. And I was just, and at the time I was learning this thing, it was like, I'm not seeing any fruit. I'm not seeing any fruit. But it's like, you know, every part of our journey is part of a puzzle that God knows how it's going to fit into your future. So nothing is wasted. If you step out now and you have a few failures or a few slip-ups, it's okay because it's part of the journey. You're going to use that in the future. And I, and I was just laughing because I was like, wow, like if I had not had learned this thing, like whenever it was, I would not have seen this great win here because it's just all part of the journey. Like, so I want everyone to just kind of be, be encouraged that, you know, God has your back. God loves you. God doesn't want to see you fail. You know, we are here to live an exciting, vibrant, full life. And we can only do that when we trust um, God and walk with him, you know, to fulfill that call. Yes. And another thing I want to say is that 
There is no overnight success stories in the body of Christ. You can look high and low in the Bible and not find someone who did not have to journey, who did not have to do things that impacted their future, who didn't have to start by playing in the field in front of the sheep before he became king. So because of that, remember The Bible says, do not despise your small beginnings. So take joy because God takes joy in the fact that you started, no matter how small it is, you started. And that means he can work with you to see his perfect purpose for your life come to pass. So just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Now, Bookie, I know that you teach coaches and consultants how to move online so they can start achieving the income that they desire, the 5K months, the 10K months. Um, You said when you were talking to us that you, even in your first business, in the first six months or so, it was no income. And then in the next 18 months, God propelled you to where you made six figures. So what are some of the things that you think us women who are in business, who are in the online space, what are some of the struggles that you can identify that we're having that's stopping us from achieving the things that we're supposed to be achieving? I think there's a, um, that's a good question. I think mindset is a big thing. Um, and the mindset, especially in the space of, you know, being confident to show up and to show up consistently and to show up as your, you know, I think showing up, showing up your, as your true self, is, I think people are okay doing that. But I think mainly showing up regularly and being confident to, to let's be practical to post, let's just say posting, you know, if you want to do so, if you're, if you're, if you are organic, uh, if you're growing your business organically. And I think some of the, what I notice a lot is that we kind of, um, say, say hi, not hide, but maybe not so confident in, in really being visible. Is hide that- is the word. I'm, 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 I'll say it for you. We hide. We, we hide. hide, right? We, <laughs> hide. we just hide. We don't, we don't want to be in front of the camera. We just want to be in the background. We are always, and I, I, you know, the type of people are like, you know, I'm just fine in the pew. I don't need to yeah, be. Yeah. I got you. I got you. We hide. She didn't want to say, but I'm going to tell you, you're hiding. Continue. You're hiding. You're hiding. We need to come out. We need to come out from behind the scenes and be in the front. God wants to take you from the back to the front uh, because you have, a, you have something to say that people need to hear. Um, and if we, we, so that's one of the biggest things. And so, and that's really a mindset thing that, you know, you have to really be intentional, very, very intentional about working on your Bible says, be transformed, right. By the renewing of our mind. And so we have to be transformed by renewing our own mind. It's not going to happen just by, you know, by only praying, praying. Yes. But you have to be intentional about doing the activity because, you know, the world understand the principles of mindset, deep like you know in terms of being successful it's a you have to really undo your subconscious mind right you have to undo what's been built in from times past and replace it with the word of god replace it with the truth of the word of god because you know if i get into another conversation about wealth and how christians believe it's a whole new ball game but <laughs> you know that god wants us to prosper if you're calling to business, you are called to prosper and to make money and to make big money because he wants you to impact not just yourself, not just your family, but the people around you and, and you know, maybe other projects or the community or even the church, wherever God has called you to. But we are in business to make a profit and a big one. So let's just be clear about that. <laughs> you know, not just staying, you know, thinking small and thinking, oh, you know, we can have this kind of 
false humility that is like, you know, oh, I just want to have, an, you know, have enough for me and my and myself and just to get by day by day. But actually, I will challenge you that there's an element of selfishness to that. If you only have enough for you and your family and your dog, then who, you know, what about your, <laughs> your neighbors and your community that, you know, that they need, they need yeah. help. I, I, oh Lord. It, <laughs> so honestly. I'm sorry. I just have to clap you on that because <laughs> I completely get it. And I, I know as Christians, we tend to have this false humility and it drives me absolutely bonkers because yeah. I don't know where it comes from. And I was having this conversation with my mom um, before. It's like, God has made us to be these lights so we can go out into the world and shine, but you want to hide what he's done for you, your accomplishments through him, because you're being humble. How is somebody going to know how great your God is if you're hiding it under a bushel? I don't understand. So I love what you said that, you know, false humility and the selfishness of, you know what? I I just want enough for me. No, no, you're supposed to go forth and change the world. How is enough for you going to help the next family? Exactly. You know, like the, the ones who listen to this podcast on a regular, they have heard me say and declare over myself that I'm a multi-billion dollar business owner. Why? Because I feel like God has called me to do greater things and greater things requires finance. And I can't expand the kingdom of God on no dollar budget. If I want to go out into different countries and serve and make a difference and help other families. I don't want to be a multi-billionaire for myself. I'm, I, I have the mindset that I'm called to make other multi-billionaires as well. Thank you. Group work. Okay. So I just need you to listen to Bookie. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm going to hop off my soapbox and let you continue. I'm sorry, but I just, I, Honestly, girl, I see, you know, we're on the same page about this. And I think where you know it's 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 actually quite sad but i was speaking to someone the other i had another podcast and i was we're talking i said i realized that sometimes you just have to allow people who are convicted of that mindset to just be and those that are ready to take on the journey of multi-billionaire come on let's go because i'm not here to to change your mind really because i just feel like you know that's just I'm not here to change your mind. I'm just here to speak, to preach the word of God, to speak the word of God and declare it and to help people that want to help others. It's about impacting others to do that. That's why we're all this. And this is a beautiful how we can come together and really talk about this subject because it's a big subject. We have, we have, imagine if they were like, you know, like just, so like so, so many billionaires in, that, that are just full of the spirit of God that are filled with the, you know, can you imagine like what we'd be doing on the earth right now? The media, come on now. How, look at how the media, they have distorted the media right now with so much negativity, so much, so much immorality, right? And the more we as believers are able to rise and to have that financial capacity, we can affect so many different areas of life. So many different areas of life. Like we're talking about, you know, oh my God, let me even start. We're talking, you know, talking about our communities. There's like our communities, right? Where we can, you know, you can invest into things that will help, you know, our young ones, our youth, you know, our young men, our young women. Like come on, there's so much we can do, you know, to really be a source of of um of, 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 of impact, of increase, of, of just change. Like we have the power. And the thing is, it starts with us. It starts it with does. us. 
It's no one else going to do it for you. You don't wait for the government's handouts or whatever. No, we have to be the change we want to see. We must, we must, we must. And so I'm super passionate about this. And I just feel like, just we need to just, uh, we, and, we, and this is why the mindset, it starts here. When we control, when we really take time to understand how much God has put inside of us, he's given us everything we need for life and godliness. Mm-hmm. Our brains are a superpower because the spirit of God lives inside of us. We can do, as long as you believe, if you will believe, you will see a performance. If you could just believe God, he will, you will have what you say. If you can just believe God. So we must continue to believe and to declare, to decree, to speak out what we believe. And we will see it. I'm telling you, this law of attraction thing gets to me because I'm like, I see God move every single day, right? Come on. And it's like, I, and I speak the word of God. I, I'm, 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 I'm knowing it's God moving and I'm seeing God just kind of stir things my way. That is not the law of attraction. That is God's spirit moving and making things work together for your good. So we all need to do is just keep walking and speaking and believing and trusting. And we're going to see some amazing amazing results like god is honestly i don't know i just want to just there was, let me let me just take it deeper so there was a particular month i was like god i really need a big win like you know i was saying god i need a big win like come on now i need a big win and god in his mercy what he did was he brought a client to me that we were talking maybe like i don't know nine months ago i forgot i've forgotten about this client forgotten parked it somewhere right out of nowhere, he pops up. And I'm just like, wow. So in one week, I'm putting in over $10,000 in sales because I believe God. I believe God. I said, God, this is it. This is So when we speak and we decree these things, he really partners with us, our faith. And he's like, you know what? You're ready. You're ready. Come on, let's do this. And so I just want to stir and encourage anyone listening today (laughs) that we need to believe God. Drown out. And if you have to, you know, get rid of every negative voice around you, whoever that may be in your life, cut that voice off and just embrace and soak yourself of voices of positivity of the word of God and let that transform you. Because when that transforms us, we are unstoppable. We are absolutely unstoppable. We are no, we are unstoppable. That's why we just we have carried we're carrying the spirit of God. That's just an amazing, um, it's an amazing honor. It's an honor to be a child of God. It's a really a privilege to be a child of God. So let's you know let's really you know stand and 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 represent the King. That's what I believe. Let's represent the King in our business and and do what He's called us to do. You know so. Hey, I could talk about this forever, guys. So just let me just pause there. But, you know, <laughs> I, I hope someone does something with this after, after they listen. I hope you do something with this after you listen. Come if on. If you feel like you're stuck with your limiting beliefs, there is an episode that I did. I'm sorry. I can't remember it off the top of my head. I'll link it in the show notes specifically on how to overcome your limiting beliefs. Cause I am such an advocate. Bookie is on my same wavelength here that our minds are powerful and we have to make sure that we are putting the things of God in it, making sure that our minds are filled with what we, the power that God has given us because, you know, we go through life and we hold on to things that we weren't meant to hold on to. So we have to break those things off of us. So if you listen to this, you don't know how to do that. Find the limiting beliefs episode, find the, um, 
vision, manifesting your vision episode, where we talk about creating powerful affirmations that are scripture based and in, 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 in line with the word of God. I think that's like episode maybe four or five, but go back and look through all of the episodes and find the things to change your mind. And even if after you've done that, you still want to climb into your box of false humility, let me tell you right now, I am taking orders for your extra layer of abundance. I will have it for you (laughs) if you don't want it because there's somebody waiting for you to do what God has called you to do. There's somebody waiting for you to shine your light bright and stop hiding. There's somebody waiting for you to embrace the impact that God wants you to have. Because like Bucky said, we have to go out and be the change we want to see. We can't wait on the government to give us a payout. If, do you know, I'm sorry, I'm going to go on a soapbox again. Go on, go on, go on, go (laughs) Do you know that the Bible tells us we should have seven or eight streams of income, but we're still around here trying to fight over the one? God has told us that we are, our soul is to prosper as we prosper our, we're supposed to prosper as our soul prospers. So if yeah. you serve a God of <laughs> abundance, a God of, a God of exceedingly abundantly above all you can even ask, I have a problem when you act small. So you yes. say, I'm over here asking for a, a multi-billion dollar, being a multi-billion dollar business owner so I can go and help help the world. I'm expecting more of that. Because he says more than that, because he says in his word that he'll do exceedingly abundantly above all I can even ask or think. So that's what Shantae can conceive. I don't know what God has in store, but come on, it's time for us to get out so we can break generational curses. Listen, you can break the generational curse on your life and your family's life, but you can do, imagine if you can do that for 10 other people. Uh And each one of us uh, commits ourselves to breaking, helping 10 other families like break generational curses through whatever we're called to do. Could you imagine how powerful we would be as a force, as as God's people? I'm tired of people looking to us in the church and all they see is struggles. Mm. That's not what God called for you. That is not, that that is a, a, a spirit that has attached itself to us for generations, but it's not something that is called to you. You are called to walk in his abundance. You are called to make manifest of the glory of God that is within you. And it's not just in some of us, it is in all of us. So we need to go forth. I know you want to say something. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just like, you caught me on something there. Cause what I want to say about that, because I think I had to really unpack this. And I think about what you mentioned about the church being in struggle. And I think where there is a disconnect and where there's an issue is because we have to balance the gospel, right? Yes, God wants us to prosper. But if you are, so if we, if we, if we, yes, we pray and God hears our prayers, but you have to work out that which you want to see. You have to go and get yourself trained. You right. have to learn. You have to have a plan. You have to move, like, do something like, you know, you have to, you know, follow God. And so this is the thing, because I think I've had to unpack this in my own brain for some time, because I think, why is that, that there is this struggle in the church? Why is it? Because I think we can, you know, we pray and we say, amen, amen, amen to all these prayers. But when, what are you doing next? After you've left church, after you've prayed, after you've said, hey, amen, hallelujah, after you've done your quiet time, are you, what are you, what are you doing to execute on the plan of being abundantly wealthy? Okay. What are you, what are you learning? What are you, how are you, uh, you know, improving your skill sets? Because even though that six months time, I wasn't really, I didn't have that. I didn't have um, the increase. That was God's plan for me, but I was learning. I was, I was, I was, at my. <laughs> the reason why I could explode the next 
18 months was because I was learning. I was cr- getting my craft right. I was, I was, you know, I was really skilling, making myself skilled, being skilled in my area of expertise. And that's another thing for you to be able to get paid a higher salary or a higher income in your business. You have to be skilled. You have to train. You have to learn a craft and be very good at it. The better you become at it, the more God can bless you and you have more people wanting to come and, and, and learn of your expertise. So I made it a point to be excellent and to learn. I'm still, I'm, I'm a lifelong learner. So I will always be like, you know, I always want to learn more. I'm never, I'm nowhere there yet. I'm always learning. You know, I believe that we always need to be learning. So I think that with Christendom, kingdom, we need to, alongside our spiritual exercise, make sure we are doing the physical exercise and we have to be training up ourselves. We can't just, you know, praying and slewing. We have to do all of that. We must execute the practical. And I think that's where there's a, there's where, whereby we're seeing some of this, you know, you know, maybe just, and then, and then, sorry, with the spiritual, sorry, I'm talking, I'm talking so long, God, I'm so sorry. But no, then the spiritual, when you are declaring and yay and amen, if you're, inner man is not right. These are, these are these things with God. God wants us to prosper, but prosper in his way. Yeah. And I think there's whereby people are disconnected with the prosperity gospel, quote unquote, they, they get, they shy away from it. There's an extreme whereby it's like, okay, prosperity. Um, people, people that don't like that, um, narrative is because they feel that it's just, oh, name it and claim it. And that's it. And I understand that. But when you understand the word of God, you understand that the word of God in its fullness says, look, seek me first. When you seek me first, I have a good plan for you, but seek me first. So seek me and I will give you wealth my way. But if you have wealth in your heart, he will release that wealth in his time, in his way, but do it his way. So if we are, we are humble and we give ourselves and we surrender ourselves to God, we make sure that our inner man and all that junk, because when there's a junk sin lurking around, you know, there's gossip, there's the unrepentance, there's all manner of sin. You can't expect to prosper because you're going to not doing it God's way. So make sure your inner man is correct. That's number one. Number two, yes, do all the spiritual exercises, pray and read the word and all what I've said to you before, but then go and practically train, go and do something, go and learn your craft and go and start taking steps of faith to then implement it. And then you will see God will now meet you where you are because you said, yeah, you believe me, you acted in faith. You had to go and learn your craft. You did it. And now I'm going to bless you. So we can have, when we're doing all these things, we can always have confidence that God is going to, God is going to open the doors of heaven because we're doing it his way, not our own way. We're not, we're not, we're not, you know, decreeing and declaring a thing. And we, all manner of gossip and all manner of unforgiveness is in our heart. God can't hear you. God can't hear you. This is wasted effort. Your fasting is, is wasted. Your fasting is wasted if you're not living right. So we have to balance the scriptures. So sorry to kind of go on, but those are the, I think someone needs to hear that today. I, I think this conversation needs to be had and it needs to be heard. Um, like you said, we have to go to God with our heart right. And I know that there are a lot of prosperity prosperity um, teachers and things like that, but we have to make sure that we're not like say it, receive it, see it, say it, receive it. That's yeah, it. Only, more yeah. to it. We need to do what we're, we, we were called to do in excellence. We always need to train. I'm not saying do it in perfection. I'm saying doing it in excellence because perfection will stop you. Yeah, yeah, a different Make sure that you're doing the things that you're called to do. You should always be a student. You should always be learning because at the end of the day, you 
we will never arrive. There is always something more we need to know. So don't start to get comfortable in your success and think, all right, I've got this. No, there's another level that God wants to take you to. So ask, ask, how can I become better in this area? There is always, we have strengths and weaknesses, no matter where we are in life. So let's work on our, our weakness. Let's strengthen our weakness, right? Let's make our strengths even better so that we can go forth and do the things that God has called us to do. And we also need to to remember that money is just currency, right? Money comes and money goes, but that should not change your faith in God. That should not change how you trust him. That should not change the work that you're putting in. The Bible says faith without works is dead. That's what Bookie is saying. You need to put in the work that goes behind the faith. Yeah. I've said this time and time again, are you preparing for what you prayed for? We can't just stand here. I can't just say here and speak to you about these multi-billion dollars, but I'm just sitting and um, Netflix and laying down and eating food every single day and not doing anything to walk towards it. I have to give God something to bless. Yes, <laughs> right? exactly. I have to give him something to, to bless. Yes. If I don't do that, if you don't put the work behind your prayer, you're literally just wishing and God is no genie. He does not answer wishes. So we need to make sure that our mindset is right and we need to look at our finances differently. And if you're listening to this week's episode, I think you need to go back to two episodes. Um, We talk about wealth. We talk about wealth and how to grow wealth and how to budget because I'm really, really, really trying to help you guys develop in all areas of your life. And every episode is as much for me as it is for you. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about the importance of handling our finances correctly. So when it's time for increase, we're not out here just saying, oh, look, money splurge. No, we're being wise. We're being good stewards of our money. We're mm-hmm. giving where we're supposed to be giving. We're paying tithes. We're giving back. You don't have to wait till you have so much to give back right? You can start making an impact now, even if it's just playing for the lunch of the person behind you. Like there's things that we can do to expand God's kingdom. But like you said, we need to strengthen our foundation. That six months of you not making income was impactful for you because it helped you lay a strong foundation. So when the next 18 months came around, you're like, ah, I got this. I practice this. I know what to do. So we need to lay our, our, our strong foundation, strengthen in the areas in which we need strength in. So this has been such an amazing conversation. Yeah, I've already, I'm just sitting here. I've already decided that we're going to have you back on the show. I have no clue what we're going to talk about, but whatever it is, I know it's going to be great. Whatever it is that God, the topic that God has, has given for us. But Boogie, if you could give any final piece of advice to our listening audience, what would that be? Final piece of advice would be don't settle. I would say don't, don't settle. You know, God has something big for you. Um, don't settle and don't, you know, do it afraid if you have to. I would say, you know, just, just do it, just start, just do it, just move because there's such, so there's such hidden treasure on the other side. Um, and I'm saying this from some a place whereby I'm still working my, tra- I'm, I'm still, my treasure is still unfolding. So I'm, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm still, in the, I'm really in the early stages, even though I've had a, some experience of business so far, but I, I feel like there's still more God wants to unfold. So, so I would say definitely don't settle. I would say, you know, grab hold of 
everything that God has for you in your life. You know, you know, you want to get to the end of your life and, and God say, well done, good and faithful servant, right? So you need to move with him to be able to kind of experience that. So be just, 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 just be with him, be, be in his presence, you know, be find, find, find the right people to be around who you be around um, will really carve, and help your future, who the people kind of you allow to speak into your life and the, the, the friends that you have and the words that you have. And that's really important for the journey. And, um, you know, go for gold, I would say. So go for gold. Don't settle. Go for gold. And, yeah, I think that would be my main, my main point for anyone listening, especially who wants to step out and start or has already started and um, is maybe a bit scared or a bit, un- you know, unsure. Get trained, you know get help, you know, connect with us, look, look at here, you know, don't do it alone. That's really important. Be around like-minded other women that can support your journey. That's important. Yeah. I love that. That was great advice. And I'm going to ask you to do one more thing, but before I get there, please share with everyone how they can um, connect with you on social media, your email address, all the areas in which they can connect with you. And of course I'll link, link them in the show notes. Excellent. Thank you. Yes, you can you can link me up, up on Instagram. It's bookie B-U-K-I dot kingdompreneur. It should be very easy to find. Um, also my Facebook group as well. Um, it's the ambitious faith field fempreneurs network. Um, so I will put it obviously in the comments. You can um join the group and you know come and say hi, DM me on Facebook, Bookie Koa, Kingdompreneur. Um, you know, and then all those outlets, you know, it's easy to find. Yeah. Thank you so much. And the last thing I'm going to do, thank you for being here. Thank you. This has been awesome. But the last thing I'm going to ask you to do is actually pray us out of this episode. Father, I want to thank you so much for this opportunity to come together and talk with my sister and really just dialogue and and we believe empower every listener, every listening ear. And I just want to pray for anyone that is struggling they know that God has, God has called them to do something bigger than what they can fathom or imagine. But Father, I pray that you would stir their hearts right now. And I pray that, oh Lord, that you would comfort them right now and encourage them to step out and to dream big and to move forward in that dream, in that business that you've called them to. And Father, I just want to pray, Father God, that Lord, if there's anyone that is struggling, Father, I just pray a special peace upon their life father god a peace that passes all understanding that will guide their hearts and mind through christ jesus i pray if anyone's listening and they're distant from you i pray that father god that this conversation will cause them to draw closer to your presence and to hear you clearly for their lives father god because in your presence there is fullness of joy and so father i pray that lord that that you would expand and you would increase and you would enlarge the territory of every ear that's listening to this podcast right now in the name of Jesus, that you would cause there to be enlargement. You would cause there to be testimony. You would cause there to be, uh, that people would come back and talk, speak to Shantae about this episode. They, they came back with testimonies of stepping out in faith in the name of Jesus, Lord. I pray for a special empowerment of faith upon your upon your listeners right now in the name of jesus to step out and to dream big and to move forward in your in their calling Father, i thank you i give you the glory i pray you continue to bless this podcast bless all the listeners in the name of jesus and i pray that you would cause the listeners to increase and enlarge father god across the globe rapidly over the next coming months in the mighty name of jesus we thank you lord and give you praise in jesus name 
Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Bookie, for being Woo! on this episode. I can't wait to have you back. Thank, Thank you again. Man, it's been a pleasure. I've really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it. Thank you, Shantae. <laughs>